leftovers, or the DMV, or house cleaning, or Chumba Casino always brings the fun. Play over a hundred different games online for free from anywhere. You could redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. Live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome into Once Upon a Sunday Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm your host, Josh Kimmel, and along with me is Dave. What's up, everybody? Uh, I'm not as dirtbaggy as the OG dirtbag Dave himself, but hey, thanks for having me on the show. Longtime listener, first-time caller. I'll give it my best shot. I'm just happy to be holding it down for the Daves out there, so let's roll, baby. See, I wasn't kidding. He's sitting in his resume. I looked it over. He's local. I said, come on by, man. Dirtbag Dave, I don't know if he's going to return. I really don't. I really don't know. I dotted the I's, crossed the T's. I mean, that's he's just a tryout. He's just a new kid. Let's see if this works. Whatever, man. Hey, if you like him, hit me up on Twitter, Josh Kimmel, O-U-S. Hit me up on Instagram, Instagram.com slash FantasyPod, Facebook.com slash O-U-S FantasyPod. And if you want to support the show, please go to Patreon.com slash O-U-S FantasyPod. Give as little or as much as you want. So, Dave, man, like, what's your experience? Like, how do you know fantasy football? What got you into it? Oh, boy. Um, I've been playing fantasy football for at least, what, 14 years now, I think? Close to that? Longer than that. Back whenever I used to have to write stats and shit down on paper. Um, That was a great time. I've been playing it with you since I started, and it's been a good good time. So I'm into it. I'm a little too deep into it, if you ask my wife, and I'm... I love it. So there's no such thing as too into it. No, there's no such thing. That's why you're here. All right, let's get right into the news and notes and the injuries. We're going to start off with Nick Chubb MCL injury, man, that knee, that knee's got to hurt. He got rolled up on by his own offensive lineman. Mm -hmm. Expected to miss some time. You hate to see it. You hate it. Dude on a run play. Okay, cool. If he's advancing the ball, making a cool move. Cool. But he's just sitting there blocking for Baker and just gets rolled up on by his own guy. That guy's got to be kicking himself. It's not his fault, though. It's not his fault. He got pushed into him. It happens. So what do you think, Dave? I think it's the Kareem Hunt show. I think you got to start Kareem Hunt. He's running back one from here on out as long as Chubb's out, which looks like it's going to be about six weeks. Uh, but I'm a little nervous, to be honest. That Dearness Johnson coming in, and I had to—I I admit I had to look it up. I had to be like, who's, who's this guy? He looked great. Uh, he averaged 7.3 yards per carry on his 13 carries, which was more carries than Kareem Hunt had. So it kind of did kind of scare me a little bit. What do you think? I think that the game was out of hand. They were dominating. Kareem Hunt had a growing injury coming in, and they just needed to get the game over with. So they're giving Johnson all the carries. I think going forward, Kareem Hunt's going to get 15 to 20 carries a game and add in some like five targets. He's going to be the bell cow there. Now my question to you is how high is he going to go? Like rank, if you can, rank the running backs you would take over him right now. Um, given the injuries that, are, that have occurred <laughs> that we've already seen, not many. So there's Kamara. I would, I, would, I would take him ahead of where Chubb was being drafted already, obviously, since he doesn't have a counterpart like Kareem Hunt waiting to take over. Uh, yeah, he'd have to be, what, Kamara, Zeke? Yeah, Kamara, Zeke. 
But we can't put him that high. Ceh, Ceh is probably a better in a better situation. If I redrafted today, right now, Cook, Dalvin be, Cook, it'd be close. I would take Cook. Yeah, I would definitely take Cook. So Dalvin Cook, Ceh to me, Kamara. Are you taking Josh Jacobs still? No, are you taking no? Definitely not. No, out on Josh Jacobs. Out, out of that business it scares me. I'm out. You get ten points for me. I'm I'm out. What do you mean? You, Miles Sanders has got ten <laughs> points. Are you out on Miles Sanders too? No, he's he's been dealing with issues. Uh, Jacobs, he's done this to us in the past. But, no, to answer your question, he'd be about running back five. Yeah, I agree. And I think this is going to be good for him, good for Kareem Hunt owners. You took him in the fourth round. You took him high. You took a backup running back in the fourth round. This is going to pay off for you. Big time. But I don't know when Nick Chubb comes back, is he going to go back into the role, or is he going to say, hey, guys, I'm the guy here. Chubb could be in the rearview mirror now. Chubb can be the guy. Yeah. And I think Hunt, even before this happened, he was already paying off on his draft value for sure. Oh, he was, but he was getting these fluky touchdown passes. You know, these weren't going to happen. This wasn't going to happen every single week. Yep. We really needed something like this to happen. All right, Austin Eckler, hamstring injury, grade two hammy. About yeah, four to six hate weeks. It. Hate yeah, it. this guy was awesome, man. This guy was the whole team, in my opinion. Yeah, he can do it all. He's my keeper, man. This is this is my keeper. Ugh, I'm, I just hate it. It makes my stomach sick. Josh Kelly, I'm, I'm praying he can do what it takes. I, I, I think he can step up and take over there. Justin Jackson, also the same as Dearness Johnson. Justin Jackson, the situation scares me a little bit. We've seen Justin Jackson step up when Melvin Gordon was out. We've seen that he's capable of handling those kind of every down back uh, work. Uh, what do you think? I think Justin Jackson is going to be more involved than anyone thinks. And I think it's going to be a situation where everyone's going to ride this Joshua Kelly train. And I get it. I'm going to do the same thing because I own him in a couple of leagues. But watch Justin Jackson. Watch him out carry him. Watch him. I'm gonna, I, I guarantee it might happen. Yeah. Look at me. I'm guaranteeing I, it that it might happen. I I think it's a definitely a possibility. I'm literally talking out of both sides both <laughs> sides of my mouth. Like I'm guaranteeing. No, you know I'm gonna say it. He's gonna do it. He's gonna get more carries than Joshua Kelly. Yikes! I I hope that's not true. Well, why wouldn't it be? He's been there for a long time. He knows the system. He's not a rookie. They got Justin Herbert back there. You don't want to leave him unprotect unprotected. Justin Jackson at least can pass pro. Yeah. Um, Joshua Kelly, rookie, maybe can't. Maybe they don't feel confident in him. Yes. I don't know. You got. I, I think this is one of those situations you want to stay away. You really do. I'm a Josh Kelly believer. I'm not a Justin Jackson believer. I'm a Josh Kelly believer, uh, even though he's had, I don't know, people are overblowing these fumbling issues, okay? He's fumbled the ball twice. Ezekiel Elliott has fumbled the ball three times and lost three fumbles. Don't compare the two. <laughs> no don't one, do that. No one's throwing Zeke It's your first time on the show. Fumbles. I'll fire I'll fire your ass right now. Uh, I'm a Giants fan. I got to throw Zeke under the bus every chance I get. <laughs> he leads running backs in lost fumbles with three. Josh Kelly, two. So I don't want to hear this. Josh Kelly's a bum for fumbling the ball all the time. He's fumbled it twice. I'm a Giants fan. I've seen Daniel Jones. Okay, this is not fumbling the ball. I've, I know what fumbling the ball is. Okay, this is a guy. He's a rookie. He's trying his best. He, we saw him go out. He's he, trying his best. He's doing his best. <laughs> he's, he's good. I think he's good. He's fine, but the fumbling issues are huge. Like, you can't give the ball away in the National Football League. You just can't. Well, while Kelly was averaging only 3.3 yards per carry so far this year, we did see Justin Jackson pop up to average 1.6 yards per carry this game. He wasn't prepared to play this game against the Buccaneers. It was going to be Joshua Kelly and, you know, Austin Eckler. This is Mr. Pass Protection veteran been in that situation before, Justin Jackson, that you just hyped up. I'm not hyping him up. I'm just saying a franchise is going to want to protect their franchise quarterback, don't you think? 
And it was the Bucks defense. You really can't fault any running back against the Bucks defense. They're not going to do anything. Only them. Kamara and CMC will do well against this defense. All right, let's go on to Cam Newton. Tested positive for COVID-19. Obviously, we know that. Missed the game on Monday night. It was super ugly. Brian Hoyer looked horrible. Mm. The whole offense looked horrible. Um, they looked like Tom Brady was the quarterback again. So, yeah, I know. Ouch. I mean, it's true. 100% true. He needs two negative tests to be able to play against the Broncos. Do you think that's going to happen? I don't think so. I don't think it will. I, I, I'm not sure how long this COVID lasts in your system, how quick you can recover, especially whenever you're someone like Cam Newton with the resources that is being being given to him. Uh, I know the Patriots are doing everything in their power to try and get him to play against the Broncos. I don't think it happens. I think uh, we're, we're seeing some weird Hoyer or whatever combination again. It's going to be bad. Uh, play the Broncos. Be ready to pick up the Broncos D and play them. At oh, that's ugly. You can't say that. <laughs> don't say that to me. Um, yeah, Cam, I don't think he should play, honestly. They, I think they could beat this team without Cam Newton. I think they can run the ball down their throat, use Rex, Bur- Rex Burkhead, use Harris, use James White, use these guys. Um, the Broncos, are they're, they're, they suck. They're scrubs. Yeah, after seeing, what, uh, the, after seeing what the Patriots were able to do against the Chiefs, I thought it was going to be the biggest blowout in the world, and it was actually a pretty close game for a while. Uh, they held in there longer than I thought. Credit to the coaching staff. Credit to the defense, man. Credit to the run game. They were looking good. Harris is back off the IR. He's looking. He's looking good. He ran for over 100 yards. I like it. I think. I think they definitely have a chance to beat the Broncos. If not, I kind of. I think I might would actually pick them at this moment without Cam. To, oh, I'm to definitely going to because you don't go against the Patriots against a scrub Bronco team that that has their own issues. They have like Rippin or Jeff Driscoll. Yeah. Like Locke's not coming back. Yeah. So there's that. I mean, all right. Sam Darnold sprained AC joint in his shoulder. Sam Darnold sprained AC joint. Um, he might not play week five. He might be out. It was, which is weird because we saw him come in and. and well, sometimes you see the, the adrenaline come in, and sometimes you see players come in and play. And then next week, it's like the whole Godwin thing, and it's like everyone, right? You see these guys get hurt, they come out and play, then they're gone, and then they miss a couple weeks. I don't think this is a big one. Um, what? He's on the Jets. No game is a big game for them. He can miss as much time as he needs. <laughs> well, like, is he going to downgrade Crowder? Like, who? I don't know. Like, yeah. I mean, I just hate to see Donald missing time again. It's, it's his whole career story. So he's far has been done, time. man. He's done. He's not Sucks. a good quarterback. It's uh, the jury. I think if you give him this much time, the jury's out. He's not good at football. He's not going to be the one to save that team. They just need to suck for Trevor. Get Trevor Lawrence, and they'll Ooh. be good. Yeah, how about the Texans. The Texans have Watson. They just paid him a million dollars. The Texans suck out. The Dolphins have the Texans' first-round pick. No, um, we got Tua. We're fine. You, trade, you could trade that away and get some draft capital. Be that'd, nice. be, that'd be pretty freaking nice. I would like that. Texans Speak- aren't going. Texans are not the worst team in the league. Yeah, well, speaking of the Texans, did you want to touch on that? Sure, we'll, we'll talk about it. What happened? Good old Bill O'Brien, GM and head coach, who was also taking over play-calling duties. So basically, this dude was as much in charge of this organization as he possibly could be. And we've seen him make really dumb, really bad moves the last year or so and start the year off 0-4. So It'd be like me coming into ESPN and, like, getting rid of all the good guys. Like, fuck you, Matthew Barry, you're out. Fuck you, Field Yates, you're out. Hey, I'm bringing in um, some scrub off the streets. You're coming in. You're coming in, man. You're going you're gonna to star on the show. Oh, shit, I'm fired? No, what are you going to do? What are yeah. you going to do? You're going to trade away probably the best wide receiver in the league, DeAndre Hopkins. You're going to get an always injured David Johnson. A washed up David Johnson. Washed up. David Johnson doesn't even look like he wants to play anymore. And you're going to start the year off 0-4, and you're going to get canned, and that's what you're going to get. And that's what happened, man. Um, I don't think they're the worst team. I do not think they're the worst team in the NFL. Who do you think is the worst team? 
probably in like uh, the Jets. I would say the Jets. They are the worst team. Adam Gase is a way worse coach. Yeah, I don't know how he still has a job. He'll be fired soon. I thought it was going to happen this game. Because they barely almost won. <laughs> they barely almost won. Well, that doesn't count. I mean, it counts for something. Like, you're like, oh, yeah, you were so close. Get him, coach. You know, we're playing for you, coach. Well, if, Dar- if Darnold's out, I guess it's only going to get worse. I mean, we saw what happened last year. What? Who's their backup? Uh, oh, elite guy, uh, Flacco. Oh. <laughs> Flacco's coming in. Let's go. Oh. That'd be awesome. Yeah. I, I want to see that. I kind of want to see that. Joe Flacco, I forgot. I did see him pop in for one play there. And they yeah, played, I was they excited. Played, didn't they play the Broncos? Yeah. Yeah, so you got to see Flacco go in for one play against his old team. That was funny. That was great. Yeah. OJ Howard, torn Achilles. He wasn't really producing much anyways, but what this does is open up other targets for Tom Brady. You're yeah. going to see a Scotty Miller increase. You're going to see a Tyler Johnson increase. It just sucks to see another buck go down. It sucks to see another one of Tom, Tom Brady's weapons hit the shelf. You had Mike Mike Evans with all of his issues, injury issues so far this year. He's nursing that bad ankle. You got Chris Godwin. What is his hammy? His hammy. He doesn't seem like he's going to play this week. Um, and now you just Fournette. See this. Yeah, Fournette's out. Yeah, Fournette's ankle. Yeah, Fournette's ankle. So nice. he didn't practice today. Yeah, they're missing some guys. They just can't seem to get right. Even Mike Evans, when he's out there, he looks horrible. Yeah, he looks like hurt. he's producing, but he looks hurt every time he catches the ball. He's limping off the field. He's he's not the same guy. So what do you think, uh, Gronk or Cameron Brait will benefit more from Brait, Gronk's dead. I've been saying it forever. Gronk's done. Yeah. Go back to WWE. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm serious. The WWE has a draft on Friday night, SmackDown. 100% Gronk should be drafted. I'd, I'd watch it. Well, whatever. Julio Jones did not return after halftime. He looked like crap. Julio Jones did not want to play. I don't know why he played. He should have just stayed on the sideline. He, Get healthy. He looked like... Um, he looked like he was in one of those races, you know, those races where you tie your leg to another person's leg. Oh, the, gosh. The three-legged yeah, race. Yeah, yeah. He looked like that, except there was no one else tied to him. Like, every play, he was, like, just, like, kind of just... Like, <laughs> yeah. A horse that broke a leg, just kind of going out there, and he, was, he could barely make it five yards and then try to make it back to the line of scrimmage. So the Falcons are extremely bad. Like, we're talking about bad teams. So bad. The play calling is so bad. When do they just... Look, there was rumors about him getting traded to the Patriots. Like, there was rumors. I don't think it's going to happen. But when do they just say, look, we're just going to bench you, sit you, get right, and so we can move you? You Well, besides the move you part, you, you do that all your star players. You sit them until they get right um, almost all the time. It's the right choice. I don't know why the Falcons continue to do this. We've been seeing the Falcons do this for years. With We've Rod- seen Julio Roddy, do this for years. Roddy White used to do yeah. this. He used to go out there very hurt and be a decoy. And ever since this decoy thing has started, it's it's just – obnoxious it's a pain in the ass sit your people just like Devonta adams wanted to play so bad monday night and yeah he went on twitter and was pissed. was pissed and the packers said we don't care we want you to be 100 percent. we want you to be right and that i think that's great guess what packers are four and zero. they're looking good they didn't need adams clearly so nope they had jamal williams falcons oh and oh and four falcons yeah oh and four falcons how long does julio say he's killing fantasy teams i know they don't care about our teams but he's killing teams, and how long is he going to sit out till he gets right? Like two more weeks? Like it has to, you have to get right. Yeah. This is probably the worst season Julio's going to have. The sooner the better. Chris Godwin, we already talked about it. He's going to miss Thursday night game, uh, hamstring. We've already talked about it. Was he um, played one ga- one and a half, two yeah, games, two, yeah. one and a half games? Yeah, I mean, I think he would have played if this was a Sunday game, but they're playing Thursday night. It's better. Like the Bears have not allowed, still have not allowed a, re- a wide receiver touchdown. Oh wow! Still, that's insane. Yeah. So and they've played some pretty good wide receivers. So it's probably for the better. Um, let's go on to A.J. Brown. 
He is expected to play week five versus the Bills. I know you have A.J. Brown in, in my league and probably other leagues. Actually, yeah, we have him together in another league. So I, I know we're looking for – I've been looking forward to this. Does it seem like the Titans have done the right thing here and kept them kept him out for as long as they could? Do you, I don't do think, you think they, he's coming back at 100%? I don't, no, I don't think he's coming back right at 100%. Okay. I don't think they had a choice. He had a bye week. Like they had a COVID bye week. I thought it was the it, this was the best thing that could have happened to him. Yeah, it was. Time. I was ex- I was so excited yeah. for this. In the in the league that we have him together, I was like, thank God, let him rest one week. Don't you know? Just trying to avoid that Julio. And we still again. we own Julio too. We do. We're, we're <laughs> hey, we're I think we're in second place. In no, the we're three and one. We're looking good. Yeah, we're tied for second, yeah. so we're okay. But yeah, that's because we're awesome. Yeah, but yeah, I, I, you want him like the bye week saved it. I'm so happy because. I think he would have pushed it to play, and he shouldn't have, and he can't now. Mm-hmm. So there's that. He's expected to play. That's it. That's all I need to say about that. The sooner this guy starts balling out, the better, man. I'm tired of seeing Corey Davis go off. I I need to see some A.J. Brown. I, I love the dude. I'm tired of seeing um, Adam Humphreys catch the ball. I'm tired, I'm tired of, of seeing them all. Yeah. I need. We all drafted A.J. Brown in the fourth, maybe third round. Some people. Some people. I didn't. But, gosh, people drafted high capital on this guy, and you even got shit, man. Nothing. Nothing. All right, let's move on to our segment, man. Risers and fallers. The first quarter of the NFL has happened. That quick? Yeah, man. It's going fast. Yeah. I don't like it. Wow. Slow it down. Slow Slows down. It down. It's like when you have a child and you're like, oh, this baby's born. Yeah. This is the best. And then like two years later, you're like, what the fuck? Slow down. Like you're yeah. getting too big. You're talking back. You're saying no. We need to take more photographs, bro. We need to. Yes. Capture those moments. Capture all the moments. You know what? When we watch football, me and you, we watch it every week. We don't miss a week. I purposely put my phone down and don't look at scores. Strict and don't look at my fantasy matchups. Strictly to enjoy the games with you guys. And that's what you have to do. Stop nice. stressing yourself, uh, yourself out about these scores and you're winning, you're losing. You're- 100% agree. Once, once your lineup is in, when it's set, enjoy yourselves, people. Crack a beer with the boys and enjoy yourself. I used to stress myself out and yell and curse and text people. And I, I would just, I'm, I don't do that anymore. And it's, it's freeing. We're it's getting awesome. too old for that. Yeah, 34 years old. All right, so your number one riser. Go for it, man. You started off. My number one riser. Ooh, man, I got to I gotta do my... Listen, I mean, how can I come on the show for Dave and not represent his guy? Jefferson is GOAT, right? After exploding on the scene last week, this dude went out, continued looking like a stud out there with his second consecutive game over 100 yards receiving. He is a huge home run threat out there for the Vikings. Uh, he catch that long bomb at any moment or take it to the house from anywhere on the field. He's still only 79% rostered in Yahoo leagues. I know 79 is pretty high, but I, I don't, I can't understand the 21% that doesn't think that he should be rostered. What are you doing, people? Go get him ASAP. Uh, Justin Jefferson is a huge riser. He cont- didn't have as big of a game as he had last week, but I'm still on. That's pretty hard to back that game up. Yeah, that game right. was insane. Yeah, I'm 100% on you with this. Like, I didn't think Jefferson. I, I like Jefferson. I didn't think he'd be this good, this quick. I thought it would take some time. I thought maybe the end of the year thing. I thought Thielen would be the target monster there. I thought it would just be Thielen, Cook. That's it. Yep. Well, we're so wrong, and it's actually pretty good. I, good. Like, I like watching it. I like seeing that this happen. He's kind of in that a little bit of that digs role where, like, if you see the ball go 60 yards downfield, you think there's a 99% chance it's, it's going <coughs> to Jefferson now. Um, I, I'm all in. I wish I had him. Just wish I had him. Trade for him. Trade for him. <laughs> you know what? Dave, Dave, you know, the guy we're going to fire, he thinks he's the best receiver of all. He's Randy Moss now. He's, like, the best guy of all time. Hey, good for you, man. Jefferson's GOAT. Jefferson is GOAT. All right, my first riser, and I'm going to get a lot of shit for this one. I changed it. Um, I picked this guy because I really, really do like him this year so far. 
He hasn't fucked me so far. Tom Brady. Ooh, I know. Jumping on the old Brady. I'm not on the bandwagon. I think I still think he's. I still think he's a system quarterback. I still think he's not the best of all time. So what is making it different this year? That's where he's where he's having to throw for these touchdowns. He's doing everything he's never done before. His air yards per attempt, 8.8. That's six in the NFL. His He's first in money throws. Money throws on player profiler is a stat they use that like pure accuracy or whatever they do. He's thrown 15 of them. First. Like last year, he wasn't even close to that. He was horrible last year. Uh, third in deep attempts. He doesn't do this. He's throwing the ball deep down the field, and players are sometimes catching him, sometimes not. I saw him uh, make a quote this week. Brady's quote. Did you hear this one where he said they asked him about him throwing the deep ball this year and pointed out one of those stats that you just mentioned. And he said um, the best way to find open spots on the field is to make the defense the defense cover every blade of grass. That was a pretty dope quote. I like that. Yeah, I do. Like, I hate him. <laughs> Look, I was wrong, 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 wrong. I was wrong about Tom Brady. I said he'd finish outside the top 12. I said he wouldn't be that good. I said he's checked down Tommy. I said all this stuff. And I'm wrong, wrong, wrong. He's right now the quarterback seven, quarterback seven. He was getting drafted at quarterback eight, and I was laughing. I was laughing at all of you people, and I am wrong. He also played a terrible Denver defense and a Chargers defense that is not so good back-to-back, right? I'm just saying, when he plays tough for competition, he might fall off. He's not throwing to five touchdowns every single week. That game really elevated him to the top of this list of like the quarterback rankings because before he wasn't up there. It was a really fun game to watch. Yeah, it was a crazy game to watch. Herbert was just going neck and neck with them all game. It was great. Look, it's only week four. I'm not saying this guy's going to fall because he's obviously my riser. I'm trying to trade for him if I can. He's doing all this with a hurt Mike Evans, with hurt Chris Godwin, with banged up Scotty Miller. Like, what? No O.J. Howard. I I can't wait to see what happens when he has the full crew. And I also wanted to bring this up. His receivers are dropping three balls per game. Second most in the NFL. I'm sure most of you know we live in Tampa. We we see these replays all day we hear about it all day and it's it's actually true uh it's ugly how many passes these guys are dropping it's embarrassing kind of yeah so he is my top riser a little less uh obvious here i went with uh, another rookie wide receiver i already threw out some justin jefferson love i'm gonna go with cd lamb mr can't drop cd lamb while cd has been good averaging 14 fantasy points in ppr leagues in his last three games this is a week where he finally went off he got the touchdowns Five catches, 79 yards, two touchdowns, 26.24 fantasy points in PPR leagues. He now has at least five catches and at least 59 yards in every game this season. This is a rookie, guys. I love this guy's high floor. I mean, Dak has been going absolutely nuts this year with 1,690 total passing yards in four games. That's a record. That's 422 passing yards on average a game. That's ridiculous. How can you not start a Cowboys receiver? I mean... Oops. <laughs> Sorry, Michael Gallup. Yeah, C.D. Lamb's been killing it in the slot. We talked about it earlier. Um, he loves to throw to the slot, right? It's Dalton Schultz, it's C.D. Lamb. It's anyone but Michael Gallup. And Cedric, Wil- Cedric, even Cedric Wilson. Cedric Wilson, this right? guy is. I had to look him up two weeks ago. Like, who is this guy? So, C.D. Lamb's played in the, in the slot 212 times. It's first in the NFL, right? Like, that's Love why, it. yeah, that's what he does. Like, he's run 166 routes. It's fourth in the NFL. He's run the fourth most routes in the NFL. And you pair that with the quarterback who's thrown for the most yards in the NFL so far this year, and you got yourself a winner-winner. We were watching Red Zone, and we saw, um, gosh, that idiot. He ran that route in the back of the end zone, and Cooper, I think, got up and tried to catch it. It wasn't going to Cooper. It was going to CD Lamb. Lamb. And we're like, no, what are you doing? They ran the exact same play, except for they took Cooper out, 
See Lamb caught the ball. Yep. Touchdown. <laughs> they play, it's exactly the same play, except right before the play, they motioned uh, Cooper to move to the left side instead of the right, which left only CD on the right side. They ran the exact same play. Dak dropped it in there perfectly, just like he tried to do the play before where Cooper blew it, and CD came down with the ball. He's looking great. I love him. So CD is and I'm, a, in, and I'm a Giants fan. I'm saying I love a Cowboy here. You love seeing me cheer for those guy on Sunday. It's, it's great. It's the best. It's my favorite thing. It hurts my heart. But it's I have so to do good. It. So CD Lamb's an instant start, huh? I think he is. I think you know, I think he's a wide receiver three going forward, like floor. Whenever week one happened and Darius Slayton went nuts and CD didn't do so well, whatever. We're in a league together. Where I own Slayton. You want you own Lamb. I was going to offer you that trade straight up. I think you would have done it. I would have done it. Week sure. one, yeah. yeah. And now there's no chance. There's yeah. no chance. Slayton's a bum. Slayton, man. Well, it's the Giants. What do you expect right now? The whole team is bums. Yeah, it is. All right, my second riser is Mr. T. Higgins, a rookie wide receiver out of Cincinnati. Well, not college, but Cincinnati. Uh, this guy looks like he's the new number two there. AJ Green, like you said, trash. Throw him in the trash. Trash. Trash, trash, trash. Uh, he's 6'4", 216 pounds, big target for Joe Burrow. 16.2 target rate since he's been on the team. You got some red zone stats there? Because I, I know he's been targeted in the end zone a lot. I think um, six, if I, if I looked it up right earlier, six end zone targets so far. And I mean, like, he's barely been in the game. Like, they've been running with, with AJ, with Boyd. Right. With, their tight ends, and this guy kind of popped on the scene last week. And this week, once again, just like Justin Jefferson last week, where two weeks in a row he's had good times. T. Higgins, I'm loving him. The Bengals throw the second most in the NFL. Second most. Burrow is slinging the ball out there. I don't know how that dude still has an arm. It's just he <laughs> throws so many passes a game. Yeah, he does. And they're, uh, they're connecting, except for A.J. Green, basically dead. He's still getting 19% of the target share. Still getting 19%. And he can't catch any of them. He had uh, five targets, I believe, this last week. He caught one of them. One target for, I think it was three, yeah, he three caught, yards. Yeah, he caught one ball. The good thing you want to see is last week, his production went down. He only ran 29 routes compared to T. Higgins, about 35. Well, if, if you have T. Higgins and don't have A.J. Green, that's the good thing to see. I'm not, I, have a, <laughs> I have A.J. Green, so that's not a good thing to see. Here, here's, what you, here's what you do. I'm being serious. If you own A.J. Green, find the T. Higgins owner and offer him. Swap him one for one. Just for names. See what happens. See what happens. There's a lot of idiots out there, man. Give it a go. I think T. Higgins is going to end this year. I'm not dropping AJ yet, but I should. You can't play him. I can't. No you way. You just can't play him. T. Higgins is going to be a factor in this offense. I love T. Higgins. Yeah, so do I. All right. Before we go on to the next riser for you, we're going to talk about monkeyknifefight.com. This is a fun, interactive site where you get to go against the site. You don't go against sharks like DraftKings. You don't go against you know studs out here playing 50 lineups a week. You're just going you versus stat line, one-on-one, right? You get into these contests, you get three times your money, four times your money, five times your money. You're just saying, uh, Joe Burrow, 19.5 fantasy points, more or less. You just say more or less, and that's it. That sounds like a 50% chance to get it right. It, it's a very good chance to get it right. <laughs> so, and um, we've been nailing them over here, and I know a couple other guys have been nailing them. Um, just use our promo code OUSFF, 100% match bonus. Ooh. Up to $50 instantly. Most of these sites make you play to get this money. Like you you get your match bonus, but you have to play $5 and you get $2. You you get it instantly and you can use it right away. Yeah, they usually just match as you play, which is garbage. Right. This site does not do this. This site's nice. awesome, man. So go ahead and do that. Use promo code OUSFF. Now, Davey. My final riser here? Yep. I wanted to go with a little bit more of a dark horse, someone that maybe people weren't already aware of i mean cd lamb justin jefferson those are already pretty big names so i went with another another receiver here 
Mr. Zach Pascal. Ooh, I mean, <laughs> he doesn't really uh, get your engine going or anything, does he, Josh? Who is this guy? I wanted to go with uh, I wanted to go with the less obvious choice, man. I go with the dark horse, Zach Pascal. Paris Campbell hurt. Michael Pittman hurt. Zach Pascal got a decent opportunity here. We we know how much Rivers obviously hates T. Y. Hilton. The dude hasn't caught more than four passes in a single game or gone over 53 yards in a single game all year. Just for some reason, Rivers just will not look Hilton's way. He likes whoever is there near that slot. He likes those Paris Hiltons. He, or Paris, <laughs> Paris Hilton. Paris Hilton. I like Paris Hilton too, man. I've seen those videos. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It's, I watched one on the, in traffic on the way here. I think that's why it was stopping my head. Uh, but with Paris Campbell and Michael Pittman both out, uh, Zach Pascal is kind of playing that middle role. Uh, Rivers loves that role. It's kind of that Keenan Allen role. We saw Pascal get eight targets against the Bears. Even though he did only manage to reel in three for 58, it was encouraging. Uh, just to reiterate, eight targets was a 27.6% market share of the targets in that game. That's a lot. Uh, that ties with Amari Cooper uh, for 10th place in all of week four. That's pretty crazy. I'm down with spending a few bucks on Pascal. On, on the chance I might need him one week in a, in a flex spot, in a pinch, to throw him in, and it's going to be the week where instead of catching three out of the eight targets, he's going to build on that chemistry with Rivers. He's going to catch eight out of eight targets. He might get a touchdown. He's only 4% owned in Yahoo Leagues. I think this guy needs to be picked up just for a small little small little bang for your buck. You could probably get him for $0. You could probably get him for 2 bucks. I say 0 You could probably. I'm going to put a bid bucks. in for 0 tonight and see what happens. Well, now I'm going to put one in for Well, no, one. another league. I'm in 15 leagues. Oh, I'm pretty yeah. Sure. Okay. I'm pretty sure I can do it. Actually, yeah, Mitch has him in our league. Oh, no. <laughs> Mitch. Hey, Damn Mitch it. is way Mitch is way ahead of the curve. He's had he started him since week one. He, yeah, he's, why, why is he not on the podcast? I love guys like that. I just do. All right, Kareem Hunt, my last riser. This one's super obvious. You went dark horse. I went super obvious for obvious reasons. I'm very, very, very self-loathing. I love this guy. I own this guy everywhere. He's now the number one back on a team that runs the ball, the second most in the NFL. His true yards per carry is 5.3 per carry, which is sixth. Also, six innovative tackles. Also, fourth in juke rate. Also, fourth in yards created. This guy has not only had the opportunity to be the number one guy, he's proving it. He's doing it. He's good. He's just really good at football. really good. Like, he's really good. I would not be surprised if he just busts out four top five finishes in a row. I would not be surprised. No, I wouldn't be surprised. By the way, Hunt has already been the a, a running back two in three of the four weeks. That fourth week, he was a running back six. That is being a backup. That is being the Crazy. second fiddle. Sometimes he didn't get carries until the second half of the game. So this guy is good. Yep, that's good. it. He's good at football. We all know that. Yep, with Cleveland's uh, their their offensive line, their run blocking scheme, their play calling, their dependency on leaning on the run so hard. I don't think. You're gonna. It's it's not. It doesn't get better than this for him. No, this is gonna be awesome. Yep. I mean, let's go to our fallers. Ooh. You get to start first. Wah, wah, wah. Once again, number one faller. After two weeks of all the praise, Daryl Henderson comes back down to earth. I mean, Sean McVay, what happened? Henderson stepped up the past two weeks, balled out for the Rams. Acres hurt. They made this guy their workhorse running backs for running back for week two and week three, and he crushed it. Then week four hits, and they give him eight carries. Eight total carries, man. I don't know what that is. Instead, they go back to giving the majority of touches to Malcolm Brown, who had nine carries and five catches in this game. We all know who Malcolm Brown is. The Rams know who Malcolm Brown is. He's Malcolm Malcolm da- every every down Brown. That's him. Just, <laughs> every down Brown. <laughs> he's just gonna go in there and 
punch in and punch out. You know, that's kind of what he does. He, I've never seen a play from him that I thought was electric. Like I've you're seen. never like that guy's special. No, no, like, he's just brown. Yeah, it's just brown. It's just like uh, he's like, oh, cool. Who's that? Oh, it's just brown. It's not like Daryl Henderson the last two weeks where he's made multiple plays that are you're just like, whoa, that guy can play ball. Um, I, I don't know why they're not continuing to just develop Henderson. And with Akers coming back soon, that scares me. Uh, it's it's really a crapshoot trying to figure out which one of these running backs is startable on any given week, man. Just count me out. I'm done. So you just said you're down on Henderson, but you're down on the whole offensive I'm, running game? I'm down on trying to start trying to figure out which one of these running backs is going to hit on any given week. I'm, da- I'm down on that. I'm not going to play that one in three game once Akers is back and they're going to they just want to run the ball. They don't care who's running the ball. Because they don't care about our fantasy team. <laughs> they don't care. <laughs> they don't it. care. That's the one thing about 2020 I figured out. Nobody gives a fuck about our fantasy team. That's true. Michael Gallup is my number one follower. I'm over this guy. I've said it many times on this podcast. I've said it many times on Twitter. It's ro- he's droppable. If you if you want to go ahead and pick up Zach Pascal, go ahead. He's, get, he's, getting, a, he's getting a better target share than this guy. First in routes ran, 193. First. That's insane. He's ran he's the most routes in the NFL. That's crazy. W- why? Like, why are you making this man run up and down the field to do nothing? This guy's losing weight, dude. Every game, this guy's dropping a couple LBs. He's running 49.3 routes per game. What I'm saying is, I get that he's the deep threat guy, and I get it. The, the, they're losing a lot of games. Why aren't they going deep? Why isn't Dak seeing this? Is Dak not a good deep ball thrower? I don't know. I got to look into it. Um, six targets per game, 12% target share. Good. 12. He's not even. I think Zeke has a higher target share than this guy. I really do. I really truly believe that. I have not looked that up, but it probably is. His average target distance is 16.9, six in the NFL. So he's getting the deep thought. Like we said, he's getting all the deep balls, but he's not completing them. What was his target share percentage? 12.1. I think I looked up Zeke's earlier today. It was, I think it was 10 or 11. So it's right, like, it's right there. That's not good. Especially when a deep threat guy, you're getting 16 yards of target. You're not coming down with those balls a lot. You're just not. Yeah. Um, like I said, guys like CeeDee Lamb and Dalton Schultz are getting all the targets there. And, of course, Amari Cooper, he's going to eat. You add up all these things. You add up CeeDee Lamb. You add up Amari Cooper. You add up Zeke running the ball. Cedric Wilson. Yeah. You add in Cedric Dalton Wilson. Schultz. Yeah. Gallup is the odd man out. I would not be upset if you just dropped him. <laughs> and I want to. I can't to. blame you. I have. I, I just can't say much because I, I have him in a couple leagues. And I just I don't know what to do with this guy. Like, really this don't. guy was going to be special, and he is special. He's a good player. He's a great player. But they draft C.D. Lamb, and you're like, okay, he's done. He's he's done. There's nothing else you can do. There's nothing else you can do. He's going to have those splash weeks just because just because of the Cowboys offense. He's going to have those splash weeks. But right now, it's happening one every four games. He's, so four weeks have gone by, and only one week has he scored more than eight points. In that game, he did score 25.8 points, but and it was against the worst passing uh defense in the league the Seahawks uh, worst against wide receivers but it's trying to predict when that's going to happen I mean sure you got the New York Giants coming up this week it might be the week to plug him in but I don't know man it's no 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 why would it be he's only getting 12 percent of the target share (laughs) why would it be 12 percent of 422 yards a week would be nice you know what I mean (laughs) targets not catches yeah like I don't know I'm over him yeah I'm over him too who's falling for you uh, let's see. Ooh, poor guy. DJ Moore. DJ no, Moore. No, more, more, more. Yeah, DJ Less. I was, uh. Oh, that was good. I was on the. That was good. I was on the buy low train for this that guy. That was like a Dave 
Dirtbag day. Was joke. it? Nice. Yeah, that was bad. I was on the buy low train for this guy. I, I was trying to get more after a slow start. I did successfully trade away Mike Davis in a league to get DJ Moore. After his week four performance, though, four catches, 49 yards, I'm actually starting to worry a little bit. It is Robbie Anderson, who is the ninth highest scoring wide receiver overall in fantasy right now, is this dude really this legit? Yeah, it's the Adam Gase effect. You get good? away from Adam Gase, you are awesome. Jeez. This is what happens. You get away from the idiot. This dude looks like a wet chihuahua running routes out there. I'm One good hit, and I feel like he's done for the year. And well, he's just he hasn't got hit yet. It. He has not got hit yet. Why are you so down on DJ Moore? Like, why? I just I can't. I mean, even Mike Davis finishes the game, this game, more catches than DJ Moore. I don't get it. Moore's not getting to – he has a 16.2% target share. Um, that I looked up in week four. That's that's just not what you want to see out of someone getting drafted in what late round three, early he's, round four. Look, he's drawing the better cornerback every single time. He is. He's a better receiver. He's better than Robbie Anderson. Did he not do this last year? Draw, draw the better cornerback. CMC was out there. Okay. CMC was out there. When did CMC get hurt this year? When did he get hurt? Week two. Week two. Okay. Well, week two against Tampa, he had twenty points. What do you have week one though? Week one, nine point four. Fact of the matter is, he's. Wide receiver 31 on the year right now. Wide receiver 31. He's definitely not returning on your investment. You know who has more points than DJ Moore? Tim Patrick. You know who has more points than DJ Moore? Cole Beasley. No, man, I'm good. Hard pass. He's a big faller. I'm almost on the give up train on DJ Moore. Dude, if you want to sell him, sell him to me, man. I'll take him. He's got the targets, 32 targets. That's 12th in the NFL, right? He's got 411 air yards. That's 12th in the NFL, right? That's these aren't bad numbers. 18 catches, 20th. All receiving eight. yards, 288, 16th. All signs point to up. All, it's just the touchdowns. He has all zero. Actu- t- all actual numbers pointed down. He has zero touchdowns. That's it. It's like the Kamara effect last year. No touchdowns, all the yardage. You thought he was a bust. So, I don't know. DJ, I think better days for DJ Moore. There has to be. It can't get much worse. Right. Here's a guy that was getting drafted as a tight end that was supposed to be the next, I don't know, not Kelsey, not Andrews, but maybe up there in the Hunter Henry's, right? Tyler Higby. The targets are just not there. Only three red zone targets all year. Hell, he's only had 15 targets all year. 15. 12.8 target share. This wasn't the guy you drafted. Last year, the last, what, four games, he was on fire, scoring 30 points a game. This is all, like, Dave, you know, the guy we just fired, Dirtbag Dave said it best. Don't draft him. He's a bum. They have too many guys. Cooper Cup, Robert Woods. Higby's just not going to be the same guy. It's true. I guess it's 100% true. Cup, 23.9%, was 22.2% target share. That doesn't leave much for Higby. Mm -hmm. And he's only getting four targets. The one game he had five targets, he caught three touchdowns. And that's it. So you're telling me five targets, three touchdowns, that's not a good ratio. That's not a good, like, it's a great ratio, but it's telling me it's not going to continue. Definitely not. Obviously it didn't. Um I would try to sell this guy for his name, but it's going to be hard. Yeah, I'm scared of Higby. I'd go out. If I if I owned Higby, I'd probably try to make a trade right now for some Dalton Schultz or something. Man. Well, I'm glad you brought that up. We can all agree Higby is a better athlete than Dalton Schultz, but Schultz getting way more opportunity, and that's what you need in fantasy football, opportunity. It's not about talent all the time. Because if it was about talent, then Tavon also would be one of the best receivers of all time. It's about opportunity, right? Not wrong. And Dalton Schultz is getting it, and Higby is not. Yeah, I would definitely try to get Schultz and plus something for Tyler Higby, if you can, if there's a sucker out there. All right, your last faller. My last faller, ooh, a little too obvious on this one, Kenyon Drake. 
Speaking of players who don't return on their draft value, what's the deal with Kenyon Drake? Um, I don't know. Is it too early to just call him a complete bust this year? This is the Miami Kenyon Drake. This is the Miami Kenyon Drake. This is yeah. what I saw. You're not wrong. This is no. This is worse than that. This is the Miami Kalen Balash that we're. Oh here, right? no! Don't do that. This, he hasn't reached 90 total yards. In, total yards. That's rushing or receiving. Well, combined. when you only have five targets on the season, yeah, that's not good. <laughs> Kenyon uh, Chase Edmonds had six alone last game. Good lord! So not, he hasn't reached 90 total yards in any of the Cardinals' first four games. He's averaging 9.6 fantasy points a week in PPR leagues. He's been trending down since week one with getting less and less points since week one. Week four is his lowest of the year so far, 3.5 total points. He wasn't targeted in the passing game a single time. Um, if there's any week, I'm holding out hope that it's this week. Drake can look good. It, it's got to be. It's the Jets. They give up at least 77 yards and one touchdown to a running back in every game this season. If Drake does come through big this week, I would say sell, 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 man. His yards per touch is 3.8. That's horrendous. That is very bad. I told y'all don't draft this guy in the first round, second round even. He's go, even, He was going there, and it's just not worked out for you. Chase Edmonds is going to be a big part of this offense. If I have, think you agree with that. If you have Ken, yeah, if you have Kenyon Drake and don't have Chase Edmonds, you made a boo-boo. You made a big-time mistake. Yep. Drake is fake. How about that one? I like it. You like that one. My last faller is Lamar Jackson. Do you agree? Has he not returned? I, bl- I agree. He's not lived up to his hype so far this year. You were drafting him in the second round. That was his ADP, second round. Or how about the guy in early that kept him in like round 14? Hasn't won a game yet this year. So. <laughs> well, he's returning value on that 14th round. For sure. That's okay. For sure. Um, the thing with Lamar this year is he's his running isn't there. He's getting the yardage. I get that. But he's not doing as much, it seems like. And he's not. We knew the regression was coming. He's not going to throw for 36 touchdowns again. That's, that's not his game. But his completion percentage is horrible. Under pressure, his percentage is a league low of 24%. So when he's getting blitzed and he's under pressure, 24%. That is god-awful. I think I could do better. I w- why would you not blitz him every play? That's what you do in Madden. <laughs> Just do it. If you, if you play Lamar Madden, blitz him every play. For real. Well, look, he's if horrible. We, if we blitz him, he has a 24% chance of completing a pass. That exactly. Would, just do it. With a clean pocket, his percentage is 83.6. That's fifth. He's really good when he's not under pressure. But we've seen this before. When he's under pressure, he's not a good decision maker. He gets frustrated, and he cannot throw the ball as well. We've seen him miss on many targets to Hollywood Brown deep. He cannot connect on that deep ball. right? Blitz this man because that's the way to beat him. Currently, he's a quarterback eight in fantasy only because of his rushing. That's it. His passing is god-awful. God-awful. His passing schedule doesn't, I don't know, does it seem to get much easier going forward? Cincy, Philly, Abai, Pittsburgh, Indy, oof. I mean, not really. No. It doesn't look good at all. I mean, Gardner Minshew was 10 points away from this guy. Gardner Minshew was undrafted in most leagues. He's only 10 points behind Lamar Jackson. Love it. You drafted Lamar Jackson because you thought you were getting a quarterback and a running back together. And so far, you're just getting a running back? He's had two weeks under 18 points, and that's just unacceptable for Lamar Jackson. Not in a second round. Not not where you took him. Yeah. Not where you took him. Can't that's be. the point. If you took him late, 14th, 13th round, that's fine. That's awesome numbers. I'll take those all day. But when you draft him that high, I mean, you could have got a Hopkins. You could have got a Hul- Julio is a bad example. But you know what I'm saying. You could have got one of these top flight players, but instead you're getting a quarterback that's putting up the same numbers as Gardner Minshew. And that's already been proven. Numbers don't lie. Uh, the attempts for Lamar from weeks one through four, he threw 25 times, 24 times, 28, and 21. 
Dude, Joe Burrow's completing 28 passes a game. Yeah, uh, first of all, it doesn't seem like they're – it didn't seem to me like they're scoring as much this year as they did last year. And also last year it seemed like they were much more – they were much more willing to keep Jackson in blowout games. And this year they're not. Well, you look at the team he played against the Chiefs, right? He got blown out. He was horrible. He did terrible. This is if, – if you throw in some cupcakes in there, he's going to look good. He looked good – he actually looked horrible against Washington. Oh, yeah. That 56-yard touchdown pa- or run, run yeah. that saved his day. Without sure. that, he's trash. Without that, he's completely trash. So what my advice to you, which I'm working on this now, and I hope you don't listen, Sean. I'm trading him for a lesser quarterback, but also a running back or a receiver in return because people still see Lamar Jackson. They see that highlight, and they yep. want that big upside. I would trade him. 100% trade him. But you're going to need two pieces. You're going to need a quarterback back. You need either a receiver, a wide receiver two, or a running back two. So without that uh, 53 rushing yard touchdown last week, he would have finished with 13 fantasy points. And that's against Washington. That's not good. That's not good. He's not returning what you thought you were going to get. All right, that ends the show, man. Um, Dave, I want to say thanks for coming. Yeah, I appreciate it. I had a good time. Um, anytime we need you, can we call you? Go for it. You sure? You want a, you want a job? Yep. You did so up. much. Hey, hit me up on Twitter for real. Josh Campbell, O-U-S, on Twitter. If Dave, if better Dave, I'm calling him, better Dave did better than Dirtbag Dave. I want to get this out there. And if I didn't, just forget what he said. Don't go on and don't say anything. Right. Also, hit us up on Instagram.com slash OUS Fantasy Pod, Facebook.com slash OUS Fantasy Pod. Hit us up on that Patreon. Um, Big Jerry, Marco, thanks for your thanks for your support, man. Patreon.com slash OUS Fantasy Pod. Uh, that's it for the show, man. Week five, baby. Let's go. Get those dubs. Adios. Leftovers or the DMV or house cleaning or Chumba Casino always brings the fun. Play over a hundred different games online for free from anywhere. You could redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. Live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.